0: And if you need that kind of support, I really recommend this podcast. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains. Welcome to Mom and Mind, a podcast about maternal mental health from conception, pregnancy, to birth and postpartum. Welcome back to Mom and Mind. I'm your host, Dr. Kat. I want to start off first by thanking Maternal Mental Health Now for supporting this episode. They offer a self-paced online training for perinatal mental health. And frankly, I think we all really need to be trained in this. It's essential for helping mothers and babies and families. I can't even count anymore the number of mothers who have told me that they can't find the appropriate help that they need. And the format that Maternal Mental Health Now offers is something that you can do from wherever you are online at your own pace to learn more about perinatal mental health. So go to www.maternalmentalhealthnow.org to check out their training. I'm coming to you today for a bit of a different kind of episode. I'm sort of coming in as a mother with a history of postpartum depression and anxiety as a therapist, as a specialist in perinatal mental health, and someone who is particularly worried about the stress and strain on pregnant and postpartum mothers and families right now. There's so much scary stuff going on in the world. I can't even begin to list all of them. But right now, we're at a really overwhelming period of time, in particular with the natural disasters that are happening, feels like everywhere hurricanes all over the U.S. and the Caribbean, fires, flooding all over the world, earthquakes, and all of this affecting millions and millions of people, and not even to mention the man-made disasters related to governmental changes that are affecting the lives of millions and millions of people. But for now, back to natural disasters, I'm particularly worried for the folks who are in harm's way, very literally, in the path of destruction, and very specifically for the pregnant and postpartum moms out there and the vulnerable babies. So to the moms and partners and families out there who are dealing with these hurricanes, the floods, the earthquakes, you know, my heart goes out to you, and I'm so sorry that you are having to deal with all of this right now, in particular if you are pregnant or very close to birth or postpartum. This podcast is supported by Starglow Media's Mysteries About True Histories. From the creators of the hit top-ranking kids educational podcast in the world, Who Smarted, the Emmy-nominated Nat Geo Disney Plus's Brain Games and Netflix's Brainchild comes Mysteries About True Histories, affectionately known as M-A-T-H, or math, in which kids ages six and up can hear humorous and educational stories that follow two best friends, Max and Molly, while they go on adventures through time, solving puzzles, hidden equations, talking about history, and making learning cool. Episodes transport listeners to moments in history like Pythagoras's Ancient Greece, the era of the Aztecs, Sir Isaac Newton's England, and more. When I drive my son to school in the morning, we listen to these episodes that fit perfectly in our commute, with the episodes being about 15 minutes long. And this podcast is right up my son's alley because he loves to solve problems and happens to love math and the types of punny jokes that Max likes to tell. So tune in to Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. I mean, there's a lot of people out there suffering, but in particular, since this podcast is focused on maternal mental health, since I'm a therapist and I primarily treat and support pregnant and postpartum mothers and families, I'm very specifically worried about them. I remember the devastation of just going through postpartum depression and anxiety myself, and that wasn't during a natural disaster. You know, so what I can't do is fully imagine how that feels while to be pregnant or to have a brand new baby and also going through a natural disaster. But there are so many pregnant or postpartum moms out there who are soon to deliver or who are living through this right now with a new baby. And in my mind, it just seems like survival mode on top of survival mode on top of survival mode. And that's a lot of stress. You know, I cannot speak from experience on what it's like to live through a natural disaster while pregnant or postpartum, or what it's like to have to care for a new family in that situation with it, or what it's like to have to care for a brand new life in that situation. But what I do know is that the mothers in these regions, in these areas that are all affected by this, are really going to need our help, our support, our resources to get through the day, even more than before. And not just for the day, not for the week. Recovery and healing and rebuilding will take a while. And that there's going to be a wide range of need, and there is a wide range of need. You know, there will be people who have and maybe who has always had access to money and healthcare and food and clothing and shelter. There will be people who had very little access to those things on a reliable or sustainable basis and now have very little to none of those resources. There will be people who had to evacuate their homes and could go somewhere safe and had somewhere to go. And there will be people who didn't have the means to get out and get anywhere safe and are writing it through and are scared and don't have the security of knowing that they're going to be okay. Again, I'm by no means an authority on living through these kinds of natural disasters, but what I do know is that the need for us to get the basic resources to people is very high. I do know that helping to reduce the level of stress for pregnant and postpartum mothers helps them to have healthier pregnancies Healthier babies and better long-term outcomes for the health and well-being of the child and frankly we are all better off when mothers are well cared for. I just felt compelled to somehow address this on the podcast that these natural disasters are and will be affecting so many people and some of our most vulnerable the babies and the brand new mamas. The stress levels are very high right now and there is something we can do to help. For those of us who are able, who are safe, who are dry, who have access to means, I think it will be essential to give what you can and to give to local and on the ground nonprofits that are close to or where these disasters are happening so that the support can get to the mothers and families directly. Things like diapers, formula, toys, underwear, bras, used baby clothes or baby shoes or anything you have in, you know, your kiddos closets that you're going to donate anyways, sending money, offering temporary shelter, offering support, essentially putting your hand out and essentially trying to support in any way that you can. And that will be different for everybody but really anything you think you would need if you were in their position. If you can't even try to imagine to put yourself in their position of what you might need, what you might want, how you would know that somebody cared. There are so many people affected in so many areas of the world right now. So if you are able to give, do some Facebook crowdsourcing do an internet search for nonprofits that help mothers in your area to find places that you can send these donations. Organizations that you know for sure get resources to the people who need them. And more specifically, get them to pregnant and postpartum women. And again, if you are safe and able to reach out to anybody who you know is pregnant or postpartum and check in with them, see how they're doing ask them what you can offer for support, what they need. And sometimes, you know, they may not be able to tell you what they need. But again, offering support in those ways, I mean, it's just a very difficult position for a lot of women who are already dealing with, you know, pregnancy, who are already dealing with depression or anxiety during pregnancy, and maybe very, very worried to now also be dealing with survival on some level, maybe on lots of levels, while they're, you know, thinking about and worried about bringing a brand new life into the world. And for pregnant and postpartum moms who are listening, you know, there are resources and supports for you specifically through Postpartum Support International and the Warm Line. For those who have access to phones and access to internet, those types of resources are still up and available and running for you and I also would just like to emphasize too that the initial getting through of this period of time is very important and doing whatever we can to help and protect and support healing and recovery and rebuilding and any of those things are going to be important not just now but again to emphasize that these sorts of Efforts on our part in healing and recovery for those who are trying to manage through this situation are going to need some attention for a while. And very specifically, you know, when we're thinking about perinatal mood or anxiety disorder, somebody who's already dealing with something like that, we need to make sure that we're giving as much support and resources as possible to them but also things like natural disasters and these really big big life and potentially life-changing events could have mental health and wellness effects for a while. So, I think what's particularly important is to remember that even if somebody is, you know, relatively safe, the danger is over, so to speak, that it may still be processing in their minds for quite some time. And sometimes when we go through things like, for instance, something like a natural disaster, something that's a big life event, a big negative life event, is that sometimes we don't feel our feelings right away. And specifically, if there's, you know, thinking of pregnant and postpartum moms, there may be sort of a delay in their onset of symptoms or stress that is affecting them. So it's really important to keep checking in with people. And this goes for everybody. This isn't just pregnant or postpartum mothers. But since that's what this podcast is focused on, of course, that's what I'm concerned about most here in this episode. And it's certainly not to say that everybody who goes through a difficult experience like this is going to develop some type of diagnosable mental health concern. Some do and some don't. But it is really extra important to pay attention, especially when we're talking about stress levels, and there's no way to go through a natural disaster or some big life event like this and not have stress. It's part of how our bodies respond. And depending on multiple other factors, like some of the things I mentioned before, like access to services, access to safe shelter, food, some of the basic but essential things that we need
3: I'm willing to bet you'll leave feeling a little inspired and maybe even completely fired up. And you'll probably laugh a few times because I promise we never take ourselves too seriously over here. With 700 episodes to choose from, you're likely going to find something that sparks and speaks to you inside the Shameless Mom Academy.
0: That though the access to those resources could potentially be affecting people more negatively if they don't have them. So I guess in part, what I want to just emphasize is that for you who are going through this, for the moms and family members, pregnant and postpartum women who have experienced or are going through this natural disaster, things right now, that you yourself can kind of, maybe you're feeling okay now, and that's fine. And maybe you'll continue to be okay. You know, but sometimes if there is this like delay of And once your adrenaline dies down, once you know you're safe, that's sometimes when people start feeling their feelings, feeling the fear, feeling the anxiety, feeling the sadness and the weight of whatever has happened. And again, I'm being generally broad to try and encompass as many things as possible. But it's useful for you to know as well that once you start to feel safe, you may start to experience other feelings that maybe don't make sense or maybe that they do make sense. The whole point is that whenever and however you're experiencing this, it's okay. It's okay to reach out for help. It's okay to be confused by how you feel. It's okay to feel be conflicted about how you feel any number of those things. But it's, I just want you to know that there are resources and supports available for you. And, you know, the shorthand that we do as people who aren't necessarily suffering or who are doing okay is to make assumptions about how other people are doing, such as, as I said before, that once the disaster is over, things are relatively safe, is to just kind of assume or forget and move on. It's a shorthand way of thinking that's like, okay, well, she seems fine, so I guess she's fine, that sort of stuff. I think it's really important to try and be conscious if that is happening for us and still continue to check in with people over time about how they are doing and just be their support so thanks everybody for tuning in i kind of had to take a break from sort of normal programming so to speak to just really come in and kind of give a couple of thoughts that have been on my mind very specifically about these disasters and my concern about pregnant and postpartum moms who are dealing with this right now And really for anybody who's dealing with this right now, I'm so sorry that you are having to go through this and trying to cope and manage and figure out how to keep yourself and your family safe. And this is overwhelming and it's hard, very hard, and for things to be out of your control. So I'm committed to do what I can do to help out and to get resources to pregnant and postpartum moms in the way that I can. And I'm hopeful that those of you who are listening and safe and able can contribute as well. So thank you for being with us today. I'm honored to thank the supporters of this episode, Maternal Mental Health Now. They offered online training in perinatal mental health that includes 12 to 14 education units, depending on your discipline. It covers perinatal mood and anxiety disorders like prenatal and postpartum depression and anxiety OCD, bipolar disorder, postpartum psychosis, and the training is self-paced. It's really easy to fit into your busy life since you can pretty much access it online whenever you're ready. And in the training, you can learn more in depth about a lot of the topics that you've heard discussed on this podcast and more covering perinatal mental health issues like risk factors, prevalence, symptoms, diagnoses, screening and assessment, attachment and bonding, interventions that are available, treatment plans, and psychopharm or medication considerations. Go to www.maternalmentalhealthnow.org to check out the online training, which is given by leading experts in the field like Dr. Diana Barnes and Dr. Emily Dossett and Gabrielle Kaufman. We really need people who are trained, people who can help, people who understand, and you don't have to be a therapist to get these trainings. Basically, anyone who comes in contact with a pregnant or postpartum woman in their professional role can benefit from getting these really fundamental understanding of maternal mental health. Thank you, Maternal Mental Health Now, for offering this option that's available to anyone who wants to learn more